you by a big fat fucking L by Corey Stevens last week. What's up, boys? Guest host, Scotty Norm. I got Jimmy on the line. <laughs> I love this. This is too good. This is too good. Scott, I love the I love the yeah. uh, the idea for the intro. I love bringing us in. It's just perfect. Right. It couldn't be any we better. Wanted it. We wanted a sponsor and Kobe Apiaries didn't come through, so little bitch Corey did. <laughs> Richie, how you doing, buddy? Oh, man, I'm doing great. I'm feeling good. I'm doing a little Silver October, getting in the gym. Okay. So, yeah, I'm doing great. Okay. I like that. How many times you getting, how many times you benching right now? 225. How many times you got it, Rich? 15. Ooh. No shit? Yeah. That a boy. Good for you. That a boy. Yeah, I I rep it. So, so, so my, my, let's say my standard flat bench. I go two two oh five two fifteen two twenty five ten ten ten. Nice. Damn, you got that that taxi squad flex. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got I got that uh, old man strength of you know. I love it. I lifting weights since I was twelve. That's right. <laughs> taking, taking, a, taking a ten year break and getting back into it. Hey. hey, you're you're over thirty. You don't gotta look good on the beach. Just gotta look good in a t shirt, my friend. <laughs> Shit, man, I'm two years away from forty, so. It'll happen. That will happen. All right. We have the th- the boys on here. We are going to go over week five. Uh, we have our fab review coming up. Of course, we got everybody's new favorite segment, three yards in a cloud of dust. Um, and then we are going to break down the week six um, matchups here. But the first thing that we have, and it this was interesting to me. So I, I want to hear Rich's perspective on this first. Um, so this trade, Rich. Tell us yeah. about this trade. So Corey got Jeff Wilson. You got Damian Harris. What happened here? Um, I got out of a meeting. It was in my inbox. I rubbed my eyes to make sure it was real. <laughs> uh, looked at the, you know, did a little homework to try to figure out why he was offering me Damian Harris for Jeff Wilson. Um, then I hit accept and that was it. Um, but I do have a little bit of a history on this entire full circle Damian Harris because if you remember I drafted him um in the in the rookie draft at um two point I want to say it was 11 oh, 2.14 um <clears throat> so uh and I've always been a Jeff Wilson Wilson guy I had Wilson on my roster since he was a rookie as well um I dropped him and picked him up a couple of times um but the last time I picked him up was October 28th 2020 I had a Jeff Wilson for ten dollars and I think somebody called me out on the pod about how he's not going to help me and why I wasted $10 on it or whatever. And then November 23rd, 2020, <laughs> I, I trade Corey Damian Harris for Ryan's first and his third, which ended up being in the 2021 draft 1.10 and 3.01. I then trade that 1.10, 1.10 and 211 to Walt for 107. And then to come full circle, I trade him Jeff Wilson for Damian Harris. So what does that all mean? Final tally, Corey gets a year and a half of Damian Harris and Jeff Wilson. Walt got Trey Sermon, who's not even on the same NFL team that he got drafted by. And Amon Ross St. Brown, stud, clearly, 
not on his team currently. And I get Damian Harris, Trevor Lawrence, and Greg Rossow. Wow. You you went way deeper on that than I anticipated, but I love the background. Beautiful. No no spite there at all. Just uh, showing Corey what's up. What do you think? Just, lay, just laying right. off the facts. Yeah. That's it. Laying hey. off the facts. And I'm a huge Jeff Wilson guy. Don't don't get it twisted. I love me some Jeff Wilson. But this yeah. just this just made a whole lot of sense. You know, um, I'm a big Damian Harris guy too, probably bigger than Jeff Wilson. So it made sense. Roll Tide. Yeah, Roll Tide, Roll Tide. Scott, what do you think? So do you guys know like what percentage of people that hit the lottery like go bankrupt within the first like 10 years? <laughs> uh, no. It's probably like 95%. You nailed it. And Corey Stevens is fucking going to go bankrupt. <laughs> you give this guy a couple shiny toys – and he will fuck it up so quick. Oh. And, yeah, I, I mean, you give him St. Brown and see ya. Nope, too good for Corey's team. He, he'd rather go with shitty his, his receivers. And same here with Jeff Wilson. I, I don't know what he's doing. I, I He got deer in the headlights, and he thought his team was going to be good. It's not. And now all of a sudden, he's like, oh, shit, Jeff Wilson. He scored a couple points the last couple weeks. Like, I'm going to go with him, even though he long-term, like, not a good. He's a one-year rental. Is all, all he is, and it's not even that. He's probably. How long does Elijah Mitchell have until he comes back? Like probably four more weeks, five more weeks, something, yeah, something like, that. like that. Yeah, like it's just I. Yeah, Rich. I don't know. Yeah. You, you won the uh, the Corey Stevens lottery for the day, and you will <laughs> yeah. not go bankrupt. Well, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I would just yeah. honestly, I'd be I'd be piling on here. Um, it. I don't I don't like it for Corey. Good move for you there, Rich. Well, I mean, they also got that, what, that David Price guy. Was it Tyron David yeah. Price that they just drafted? Yeah. They just signed Trevin Coleman. He's still sticking around. They got Mitchell. Now, I feel like Jeff Wilson has the skills to start, but that backfield is just – I mean, don't get me wrong. New England's backfield's a mess too, but, I mean, it's a, at least it's a two-man race and not a five-man race like it is in San Francisco. Yep. I, and it just – you feel like Harris could end up on another team too, right? Like well, if, if he doesn't work out. He's a UFA after this season. So this is the yeah, last year of his so contract. hundred percent. Like he could go be the man somewhere else or at least have a significant role that, that um, Jamal Williams, like 140 yeah. points a year role, something significant. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very specific number. Well, I hope he yeah. only scores 140 because then I'd win our bet. Uh, what is that? What did I say? 150? Well, you know, get your shit straight if you want to talk shit. <laughs> I like it. It all pays all right. the same. <laughs> Zero dollars. <laughs> all right. All right. So we uh we had our game pick review from last week. Um I picked Corey as my lock. He let me down. I'm down to three and two. Um I did pick Kobe though as my upset, so I'm up to three and two there. So three and two for both lock and upset for me. Uh for Rich, he picks Ryan. Ryan loses. Rich is now three and two with his locks. And then for his upset, he picks Mike to get the upset, and Mike could not come through for him. Uh, Rich is two and three on his upsets. Scott has not participated. Too good for it. Yep. It's too cool. He's too cool. I, I'm still, just for everybody else that has the same questions as me, what constitutes an upset of the week? Is it standings? Because that's how Ryan, Ryan just makes up his own rules. Is it Corey's <laughs> Vegas betting? Is it what MFL says? I, I think it's, yeah, it's obviously nebulous. Um, I have been going off of Corey's Vegas and MFL, like what their spreads are. But obviously, yeah, you know, if there's a three and one or a four and one team and a two and three team, it's kind of weird. But 
I don't know. I've just been going off those two spreads. And Corey is absolutely housing me. So it seems like he he's doing okay with that, uh, the spreads there. All right. So week five matchups. Let's get into it. Walt versus Brendan Rich. Tell us about this. Yeah, so Walt comes back down to earth a little bit. I mean, he's still putting up some last couple of weeks, I think over 170, 180. Leonard Fournette did his damnedest this week, uh, scoring 31 points. But everyone else was just kind of mediocre on his team. I mean, a great week, probably would have beat a couple other teams. Um, Brendan's team, powered by Josh Allen. I mean, the guy's just a unicorn. Uh, 42 points. Tyler Lockett, 28 points. Um, and uh, you got uh, his, you know, his defense with Judon scoring 21 and Deshaun Elliott with 29. Um, it was just an overall solid performance all across the board um, for a majority of his defensive guys. And Brennan gets the win here, 209-177. He had a good week. Beautiful. All right. On to the reason we are all here. On to the reason that Scott is here. On to the reason that this rivalry is just blossomed. But before we get there, this podcast is brought to you by Kobe Apiaries. If you want to go to KobeApiaries.com, we have your raw, unfiltered honey. We've got your lip balm. We've got anything you need. We'll do some free shipping. We can work a deal. We can trade for fourths. We can do what we need to do. Come up to Grand Rapids. Kobe will deliver it free to his house. All right? KobeApiaries.com. Get it done. Corey, Scott, tell us about it, Scott. Well, I just came out again and just proved Corey's my bitch. It's that, at the end of the day. Not a rivalry. If only one team wins most of the time, there, Jimmy, as you can uh, attest to as a Michigan Ohio State fan, as much as that pains <laughs> me to say that, like Corey, Corey's going to get his one out every ten years over me, and that's going to be it. Um, at the end of the day, the better uh, the better manager came to play, and I think I said it in the pregame, right? Like Corey has one of the better rosters in the league. But at the end of the day, the one intangible is the uh, is the owner. He knows how – Corey doesn't know how to motivate his team, doesn't know how to play his players. And you know what? When you leave Pete Warner with 13 points on the bench, Micah Parsons, 17 points on the bench. Like, who the hell does it start Micah Parsons? Uh, no clue. Montez Sweat, 25 points on the bench. Tony Pollard, 14 points on the bench. Like, I could just go on and on, but we only have 60 minutes here, so I'm not going to keep doing it. I I just don't understand what he's doing. Um, yeah, owner, Corey's going to Corey. Scott's going to Scott. That's the end of the day. <laughs> How about the fact that he only had four guys in double digits out of a 15-man starting lineup? That he started. Everybody else was on his bench. Yeah. Jesus, it's, that was a rough. It was a rough week for him. That, that's tough. Right. That is definitely tough. All right, <clears throat> third matchup here. We've got Ryan versus Rich, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna rant a little bit here. So last week we have eight teams entering the league at two and two. Okay, entering the week. Excuse me. Twelve. All we got. Twelve of our fourteen teams are locked in. Absolutely trying to make the playoffs. You know, you got the the top tier of teams. Let's say the top seven here, separated by 120 points. The next five guys separated by 100 points. I mean, the league is absolutely balanced right now. We are we are competitive top to, top to bottom. There is no like super juggernaut team. Like it is it is really fun right now in HFFL. Um, you know, Rich comes out here, it gets real close, um, real close. And this is just one of those things. Like this is why I had an issue 
with players being on taxi squad. And Rich, like I said last week, I'm not blaming you at all. Like you did what you had to do. If Rico's going to have guys on his taxi squad, I you got to do it. I totally get that. This game is over before Monday night if Trev's in the lineup. And yeah, Trev only scored 12, but the game's over. And yeah. luckily the kicker came through, you know, because if he doesn't, you know, Ryan's at three and two, you know, he's a playoff hopeful. Oh, he's gone. Um, he's a playoff hopeful, you know, and it's it's a huge ripple effect in the playoff picture down the line here, you know, especially as Ryan gets new Hopkins back. I'm happy that it didn't happen. You know, Ryan loses three guys in the game, you know, and that's kind of what his argument was. You know, I had three guys get hurt. It's bullshit. I never even should have lost in the first place, whether he had Trevor or not. Well, yeah, okay. You can say that, but it happened. I mean, and that shit happened mm-hmm. all the time. So that was my thing. I'm super happy that Arico has his guys off the taxi this week. I just want to freaking let this play out. Let the chips fall where they may. At the end of the day, Rich and Norico are 101 and 102. Whether one is, you know, one is one, one is two. I don't know how that's going to play out. I really believe that Rich ends up with one. I really do. He's just the worst team currently. But to me, this is the prime example of why everybody should be starting their best lineup every single week because the ramifications for a team like Scott and a team like me who are in dead nuts in this heat right now and right in the middle of the pack with everybody, it's too much. Like, it's just mm-hmm. got to start those players. So that – I'm glad that you got that rich. Congrats. Congratulations, rich. Um, yeah, I got a win. If you took that rich over uh, 0.5 wins, congrats to you. I believe there was five of you. I was not one of them, um, but uh tough blow for Ryan. You know, he's got Kobe this week and you know, he's, he's in a must win situation now, but yeah, I'm going to end that rant there, but that's just, I'm just glad that uh, that drama is over and hopefully, you know, we, we either move on from this and we just, you know, use the taxi squad it was as it was originally intended or we review it in the off season and, and potentially remove it. I mean, yeah. it's just, I'm just glad it didn't affect anything. I'll just leave it at that. All yeah, right. Same. Jamie, here's... I... No, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, fellas. Let's not go. All right, go ahead. So yeah. my, my two cents on this whole thing is I was looking back at drafts. I can't tell you in the last five years where it really mattered if you had one or two, in all honesty. Oh, yeah. And some of the years, right, like the Clyde and Jonathan Taylor year, like you were better off having two because then you didn't have to pick. And JT's clearly the better player. And then the second piece is like, I I mean, I stuff comes up. I think I use the example, right? Like the championship game, I had Drew Brees on the injured reserve list because I didn't check it on the Thursday before or something like that. I couldn't change my lineup. Like that shit happens, especially in this league, because there's so many players and I have zero sympathy for Rico because he already burned two of his bridges, right? Like if he, if he screws up and does it one other time, like it's not, that's not him. Like fuck around. You're going to find out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess he's going to find out at some point. Yeah. What do you think, Rich? Yeah, I'm I'm happy he's pulled his guys off. I was pulling my guys off regardless. And I, I think I texted you a little bit, Jimmy, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, I hated to do it. I knew it was a smart thing to do. It was the only time I did it all season was last week um, because I had been playing my guys up until then. But I felt like it was – I had to. I kind of felt like it forced my hand. But now that his guys are off, I th- I feel like, you know, we can just play our guys and nobody has to worry about it. I don't have to – do the smart thing or be strategic. I can just make my moves, play my guys and, you know, allow the chips to fall where they may. So I'm, 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 I'm for it. So let's roll. And I'm, I think I'm actually opposite of you, Scott, and probably an unpopular opinion in the league. I, I do think that Rico is going to clean this up. I do. I do not think he's going to have another infraction. Um, 
the guy is a, is a fantasy football. He's a, he's a, a vet, you know, he's not like his first time or first time playing ID. You know, I think it is his first time playing IDP, but it's far from his first time in dynasty. Um, you know, I think he, he got flamed a little bit. You know, he's already said that he's uh, he's going to hold some grudges. He's got some, some things he wants to uh, some rivalries that are now created for him. So um, I think he's a little more invested after this and maybe the, uh, the chat drama has maybe inspired him, you know, to be a little bit more bought in. So uh, hopefully that's the case going yeah. forward. Um, but we will, uh, we will see the future will tell that is for sure. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, even right. if you do something that's in the rules, but someone doesn't agree with it, we all know you're going to get called out and yeah, you know, that's a little, so, a little brain, self, though. a little self policing, I guess, yeah. you know, I mean, everybody was kind of split on whether or not, you know, if you're doing something legal, is it really right or is it wrong? But um, right. I'm just glad we're past it. Hopefully. Yep. All right. Kobe versus Kellen. Tell us about this one, Rich. Yeah. So talk about a shocker uh, for me. Um, not that Kobe won with, you know, his solid 185 points, but how Kellen's team only scored 153 points this week uh, shocked me. Um, I think the week, you know, week before, I think he puts up a, some ungodly number of points. Um, and he actually had pretty good matchups with key guys. You know, Jamar Chase only scores eight, Nazi five, Sutton in that worst NFL game of all time. 10 points for him. Um, Hawk gets shut out. He had one point. Not only did his offense let him down, but he only had two defensive players in double digits. On the other hand, Colby had solid defensive day, um, coupled with some offensive anomalies with Taysom Hill scoring four touchdowns. Ramondre Stevenson scoring 23 points. I think he rushed for 160-something yards um, against the Lions. Um, but uh, overall, I mean, it was – you know, Kobe being solid right at that 170, 180 mark and uh, just a really underwhelming performance by Kellen, who loses uh, 185 to 153. All right. Julian versus Arico. Tell us about this one, Scott. I mean, it's it's pretty, pretty cut and dry. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. I tell you what, the old move by Julian, he's uh, mortgaging the future. But Jalen Hurts, I mean, with him on the squad, that's a that's a scary team. And um the other one, too, that's, like, sneaky good, Zach Ertz. I realize he only scored seven points this week, but I think he's, like, tight end probably four, um, and he's consistent, too. I'm, I, He's literally, like, there's that, that Kelsey tier, and then after that there's the um, – uh, who's next? Andrews, and then it's a fallout. And I would say if I was just playing in a redraft league this year, I probably would, would pick Ertz the third just because his ceiling – or, I'm sorry, his floor is so um, so high. So I'm Julian's got a squad moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. He's tough. Birds is averaging about 10 points a week. Pretty solid. Yeah. That's probably more than I've gotten from my tight end in five weeks combined. Yeah. yeah. Tight ends have been, tight ends have been tricky this year. Yeah. It's been yeah. for sure. It's and been... not only is it the average rich, it's like his lowest is probably, I'm not even looking at it, but his lowest is probably yeah. only like this week. Right, seven, like you, seven and a half, seven and yeah, and a half. Is yeah, so I but mean, it, some of those guys. Targets. Yeah, but like some of those guys, like like Hawk, might have the same average, but it's it's literally all from one week. Right. Well, he's averaging ten targets a game. Yeah. You know, and he's hey. got 20, 28 catches on forty-one targets, so he's getting about five to six touches a game, which is more than some receivers. So. And Kyler Murray's uh, record on double XP points weekends of Call of Duty just <laughs> continues to be atrocious. <laughs> That's that crazy. So funny. It's so funny. It's unbelievable. The other, 
the other funny one I saw too was that uh, Tyree Kill threw a big bitch fit about uh, team wasn't focused, so he like kicked all the ping pong to- uh, ping pong tables out of the locker rooms on the Dolphins. But then he goes home and he's on like Twitch for like seven hours straight playing some dumbass game. So <laughs> hey, yeah, whatever. Focus, focus do as up. I say, not as I do. Exactly. All right. Next one is Mike versus Corey Hagerman. Um, obviously, you know, I picked Mike as my my rampage to keep Corey's pick uh, out of the playoffs continues here. But um, Mike just didn't show up. You know, he's only got five guys in double figures out of the 15 in his lineup. Josh Jacobs scores 21 percent of his points. That's just that's tough. Uh, Mike has been in absolutely impossible for me to to nail down. Uh, he's very up and down. I just cannot seem to find which week he's going to be 185 points plus and which week he's going to be 148. I mean, I just I just can't seem to figure it out. I'm um, in for Corey has his best week of the year. Um, he does it again. Incredibly efficient lineup. Best in the league currently, 89%. And he does it without DeAndre Swift. But, you know, Corey is, he's he's great. I mean, his, his starters are very good, especially on offense. His starters are very good on offense. Um, his defense is, pre- is pretty weak. I um, mean, his bench is almost non-existent. So it'll be interesting to see if he makes any moves or if he's just going to ride this out. Um, I would imagine that, you know, so with some separation coming, I would think, in the next few weeks here. Um, he'll have his uh, his clarity that he needs to decide what to do here. And then the last matchup, Jim versus Jeff. What do you got, Rich? Yeah, I just want to touch real quick on how good Josh Jacobs has been this year. Yeah. With kind of like this like uh, re-found run game in in Vegas. It's just, uh, it's just interesting to see because I think everybody kind of had already, you know, dropped Jacobs out of the, their top 20 running backs. And I think he's he's putting in the work. He looked sharp. Yeah, I, I fully admit I was out on him, and he looked really good yesterday or last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, Jim versus Jeff. Um, as predicted, this was a pretty high-scoring affair. Jeff Jeff's offense had a freaking day. Uh, second highest-scoring offense this week, however, only the 10th best-scoring defense this week. Uh, and that's what won it for Jimmy. Steady defensive production, steady defensive scoring. You couple that with just a, you know an amazing day, four-touchdown day for Patty Mahomes. And I think that was enough to power uh, Jimmy to the win. Um, don't get me wrong. Jeff had a, a great week. Uh, you know, just not enough to, to outscore Jimmy. Jimmy wins 209-189. All right. Our quick reviews. Uh, the current playoff seating, we have Kellen and Julian with the buys there. Um, Kobe, and I believe uh, we have somebody on the pod that called Kobe in the playoffs. Maybe Scott did. Oh, it, was, it was you, Scott, right? Yes, sir. Hey, I'm good at uh... – Good at predictions other than Corey's Vegas. Right, Rich? Uh, time will tell. Yeah. Uh, I remember that one bet I had with uh, with Scott for J.K. to be a J.K. Dobbins. running hey, back the next year. Hey, listen. He tears listen, his ACL. Under, unders are always winning until they're not. And I got the unders. <laughs> That's a fair way to look at it. All right, Mike. <laughs> unders hit 75% of the time. Yeah. 93. Every time. <laughs> That's right. All right. Um, I'm the four seed. Brendan is the five and Scotty Norm is the six. And then for our top five, which uh very interested to, to some people here, Rich still has 1.01. Orico has 1.02. Uh, Rich holds the 1.03 currently with Ryan helping uh, beating Ryan uh, certainly helps Rich there. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I hold the 1.04, which is Corey Higgerman's pick and Orico holds the 1.05, which is Corey Stevens pick. So, that um, my preseason poll is not looking good. I had Corey I, team in the league. I actually lost uh, 
about 50 some odd points and potential points last week. On a Rico, so, yeah, to a Rico, yeah, it went from like 100 to like 57 or something like that. Yep, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I, hey, I actually, Jimmy, go ahead. Hey, quick, quick question for you. You and I traded that that Corey Hagerman pick for uh, for Christian Kirk. Mm-hmm. If you had a do over, would you trade? Because I wanted, I think I wanted uh, Juju. I wanted DJ Moore, and you wanted something back. Would you still do that deal, or would you give me a different one of your receivers? Well, I mean, I would, as the deal, if the pick ends up being top five, I like it where it is, it's fine. Obviously, hindsight being 2020, I wish I would have given you Juju, but yeah. it is what it is. Juju on the trade. I, man, I'm i just so – I'm so disappointed in Juju. What a fall from grace. Whatever. He looks just slow and shitty. I mean, he doesn't Dude, none of those, none of those Kansas City receivers, other than Kelsey, and obviously he's a tight end. Like none of those guys finish in the top forty because he just spreads the ball around so much now. So, do you guys think that they they invest a, a pick or you know free agency or something into a big time wide receiver, or do you think they continue this model going forward? I think they keep doing this, dude. Mm, they don't. I think they. I think they go out and buy somebody. I don't think they can buy anybody. They don't have any money. They always find money. These these teams find ways. Look at what the Rams are doing. Yeah, look how shitty they are. Keep well, going, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know well, if they're I, shitty, but they're not having me, a good season. Let me take let me take that back. When when you start buying players, your like your depth just goes, and that's where if you have like one or two injuries, you're just done. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who's going to be a big time uh, free agent next year, but I can see them being in the market for one. Well, hopefully they draft a wide receiver and uh, he falls to me. <laughs> yeah, or you get somebody coming to take a discount. Yeah, I could see that cool. too. That wants to win a wants to win a ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. All right, uh, weekly fab review. Um, Scott, who was your favorite ad or the biggest value? Well, who did you have here? Uh, biggest value. I actually liked. Uh, I think Rich, you picked up Deion Jones, right? I did. Um, I think he, uh, yeah, he just signed with Cleveland. He's coming off IR. I mean, he's just, he was a stud at one point, probably top three linebacker in the league. And, um, but yeah, I think he only got him for a buck. That was one of those. I saw that Deion Jones was signing or got traded to the, the Browns. I wanted to do something about it. And then I, I just got busy and forgot to add him. And when I saw it pop through on Wednesday morning, I was like, shit, that's a great ad by Rich. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was mine as well. Um, I don't obviously he doesn't really fit your build, but I mean he's the kind of guy that can net you a late round pick if he if he hits. Yeah. There. How did you not fit your build? I mean, isn't he yeah. twenty seven? Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. So what? What? Scott actually asked me this question the other day, Rich. Um, yeah. What do you think your year is that you make the playoffs? So it's 2022 now. You're in the first year of this. Well, technically, yeah. I guess one and a half years. Second. Second. Okay, I'll give you that. Second year of the rebuild. Second. I started halfway through last season. Still a full year. Round up. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. What's your year, Rich? That you're making the playoffs. Not necessarily winning a championship, but making the playoffs. Uh, so if this is 22, not 23, I make it 24. I think Scott, did I tell you 26? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought I said. What's, what do you think, Rich, Scott? What do you think Rich's year is? 
I was going to say like 26. Dude, it's hard. And you really need those guys to pan out. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to depend on your drafting. That's for sure. You tore, you tore it to the studs. Yeah, buddy. Hey. 20, tw- 24 is my year. I'll make the playoffs. Year. I, I like the confidence. I like it. I'm not mad at it. I mean, I got, what, eight of the first 28 next year in a pretty pretty solid draft. Yeah. I, but Rich, what, what I do ends a pretty up happening, good job drafting. At least in my mind, what ends up happening is like you only have so many roster spots, right? So like yeah. those second year guys, because you have so many picks, if you don't trade them, like it just they you keep the like in Terrence Marshall, right? Like at what point do you give up on him? At what point do you not? Like some of those guys are obviously going to bust out, whatnot. I don't yeah, know. So let's say, let's say I, let's say I hit on three of those eight. Yep. I feel like I feel like I'm pretty strong in certain areas and weaker in others. Obviously, running back is my weakest point, but I think I got some some young guys that are up and coming that could be good, especially from a defensive perspective. So, yeah. But we'll I, don't see. Know, I don't know if you guys are watching the game, but Justin Fields is not reading the field at all. Like he is. Just there's guys running wide open and he's throwing, you know, low percentage post or corner routes and it's just as sad. I yeah. glance at it and I see zero zero and then I glance back at my notes. <laughs> it's it's not good. He's not. It's Thursday. Up. It's Thursday night football with yeah. bad teams. Yeah. Uh, hey Rich, Corey, we are uh, Jimmy. We have a or Rich didn't go yet. Go ahead, Rich. Sorry. Go ahead, Rich. Oh yeah. Uh, so I like um, Walt getting Evan Ingram for a buck. Um, he had a big week. He got 10 targets last week. Uh, he had eight targets in week two. Um, he's always been a big hype guy, you know, always got hurt. If he can stay healthy, build some rapport with Trev. I think it's a nice ad for very little risk. Nice. And what were you going to say, Scott? I was going to say, so, uh, I know Kobe Apiary is a new sponsor, but I, did you guys know we got another sponsor too? Let's hear it. So in terms of the, uh, they're sponsoring the worst pickup of, of the week. Um, and it is called uh, Trust Process Gummies because if, <laughs> if you are blocked up inside and you absolutely need to shit the bed, good news. Their founder is number one at that. So Trust Process Gummies, the new laxative out there. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so who is your uh, Trust the Process Gummies worst pickup of the week then, Scott? Guys, did I miss something? Like, why did Julian spend so much on Ben Keel Harry? I don't know, but I'm glad you said it because it's on mine. It's on mine. <laughs> I, I was like, did he like come off the of suspension or like what the hell happened that all of a sudden like he was the hot commodity? Did anybody else bid on him? No one else bid on him. Not one. <laughs> Love it. Oh, you can see that, can't you? Yes, you can. Previously oh, processed waivers. Yep. I'd love for that to be a public ledger. <laughs> it is. No, it is. It is public. I- I can see who's bid, like if somebody yeah. like oh yeah. So go to reports, reports, franchise, previously processed waivers. You can franchise. see every single bid everybody has, win or loss. Previous. So, so to, you're on today's though. If you're looking at it right now, you got to go back to yesterday. Oh, so it shows that I did actually put a dollar on OJ Howard. Mm-hmm. You can see like I got, I, got, I got the other two guys that I want. Right. Kobe put a dollar on Ryan Neal, didn't get him because he would have exceeded the max. Like it shows all of that right here. Oh, Everybody shit. has access to that. 
Oh shit. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that was um I don't know. I don't you know, maybe he's a Nikhil Harry fan. I I got nothing. I had no other So it shows you it shows you, hey, yeah, you probably could have got this guy for a buck. <laughs> yeah. You, you actually definitely could have gotten him for a buck. Every no single person. Did. Every single oh, yeah. person on, on Tuesday waivers, nobody else bid on. Nobody. And he was a free agent for I don't know, what is this, week six now? For yeah. probably four of those six weeks, I would guess. Wow, I love this new information. Yep. That's uh that's a tough look. So we're all hey, three. Hey, Julian, I heard uh, Byron Pringle. I heard the Bears are really going to use him next year. Might want to go big on him. <laughs> Better go 26, just in case. Yeah, double, double it. That's I'm going right. to go 25. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Who's that? Pringle can? <laughs> yeah. I had him last year. I was debating on keeping it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. All right. The newest segment in the HFFL pod, three yards in a cloud of dust. Take us away, Rich. Yeah, Scott. So I hope you're ready. Um, I'm you know, ready. Three yards in a cloud of dust. We're going to do an NFL question. We're going to do an HFFL slash fantasy question. And we're going to go ahead and get into some miscellaneous uh, action. So are you ready? Yeah. Okay. NFL question. So recently we've seen some questionable roughing the passer calls. The Grady Jarrett throwing down Tom Brady, the Chris Jones forced nope. fumble sack uh, falling on, on Derek Carr. Um, now, Mike has posted in the chat uh, Pat McAfee's reaction, which I thought was interesting. Um, and I've seen that Chris Jones on Twitter the other day, they showed his pre, uh, post-game interview, and he mentioned that, you know, there's such an emphasis now on this penalty, and it's causing teams to lose games, and he recommended making it almost like targeting, like a booth review every time it's called so that they can get another a second look at to make sure that they're calling it appropriately. What are your thoughts on that, and do you, do you think that maybe they should move to making this booth review? Uh, no on the booth review. I think we saw how that went with pass interference. And I think that, like, nobody's going to know, right? Like, is it, I don't know, letter of the law or, or what? It's, it's literally a judgment call. And I don't see them um, overturning, you know, the ones that you would think that would have gotten overturned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funny thing about the Chris Jones interview is that it's, it's always easy to laugh and giggle about it after you win. Um, had they lost that game, I think his uh, tone probably would have been a little bit mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't like it. I understand it. Nobody goes to a game to watch P.J. Walker and uh, David Blau battle it out, right? Like, you got to protect these QBs at all costs. But it is getting somewhat silly in, in terms of some of these and where it just, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. What do you think the solution is? Do you have anything in mind that maybe that could – help these guys out i uh, i mean if you're if you don't want roughing the passer calls i think you you don't focus on it as much i also saw something too dan patrick was talking about it where you know i think this is part of that Tua overreaction too mm-hmm. right where you know he goes out with a concussion and some other stuff and then now all of a sudden like these officials if it's like if there's any chance that it's rough in the past, yeah. they're going to call. Yeah. I think we did see that a lot this um, weekend where the quarterback gets sacked hard and they pull him out for a game, give him a once over and then send him back out there. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're, I mean, or they're I, looking at the videos for signs of like staggering or whatever. Yeah. I guess I would like to see a little bit more of the emphasis on it, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if it's between that or like booth reviews or something, 
like just give me the give me a couple calls a, a game that are gonna you know maybe that one call a game that's gonna go yeah. against me and so be it. Yeah. Also, you're you're seeing these you're seeing these calls against good QBs too. I don't know that Baker's getting these calls or Jared Goff or it's kind of yeah. like the Jordan. Role. Well, I mean, Mahomes didn't get the call the other night. Uh, you know, he got tackled in a very similar way that Brady got tackled by Green yeah. Jarrett. They didn't call it. So um, it is interesting, you know, because it is so subjective about like how they perceive the the hit. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Jimmy, did you have any thoughts on that? No, actually, I really I like your perspective there, Scott. I had actually forgotten that they they did that little while of uh, inter- reviewing pass interference because I my thought was, yeah, review it makes perfect sense. But now that you put it like that, I, I had completely forgotten they did that, and that was quite the cluster. So that's a good. Well, a, I don't think it was reviewed automatically. I think you had to challenge. You had to challenge it. The coach it, right? could the coach yeah. could challenge it, but like it was literally a 50-50 chance, even on the bad ones. Because mm-hmm. the goal was to get rid of the egregious ones, and that didn't happen. But I think now, it's also now subjective. But now they're doing very quick reviews on, like, you know, dropped passes, fumbles, or yeah, interceptions. But they like didn't, they're, they're able but, to do it very quick with, like, the guy in But New there's York. no more pass interference. There's no more judgment call reviews. Yeah. No, like I mean, they, you yeah. Can't, yeah. I feel like when you throw a flag in the review process, that takes forever. But if they do it, like, on the fly and they call down yeah. to the ref and say, hey, you know, uh, what you've seen isn't what we've seen, you know, no roughing the passer. And if it was quick, do you, th- I mean, that could probably make a difference. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I had an HFFL question for you, uh, Scott, but I think you've already told us all how you feel about, uh, fuck the process. Um, <laughs> yeah. so I had a, I have a backup question actually, cause I thought that yeah. might be the case. So, uh, you know, preseason, I don't think anybody had any hopes uh, for Geno Smith being a top 10 quarterback, much less uh, top 10 overall fantasy score, which he currently is at number seven. Um, do you feel that it's sustainable for him to stay in the top 10 overall fantasy score? Or do you think he's going to fall out of grace? And if so, where do you think he finishes? In 2023 or in 2022 only? Geno Smith right now, this season. At, I think he finishes top 12. Like, uh, I don't think any worse than that. Overall fantasy score, he's currently top yes. 10. He's number seven. Okay. So you see him kind of really hanging around this year. You think he's re- the real deal? I, I You don't have to be a good regular quarterback to be a good fantasy quarterback. And I think that Seattle's defense isn't that great, so he's going to be in some shootouts. He's going to get some garbage time because they're not that great. Um, yeah, I, I think he's going to stay there. And bonus question, do you, currently Steph Diggs is 10. Does he stay in the top 10? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Miscellaneous question. Here we go. So we all know that you're a big shot at Gatorade and you eat all your Gatorade gummies. Um, can you share with the league and the pod listeners, you know, the one guy that's over in Germany, I think, um, just a funny story, an interesting story, or if you're feeling froggy, maybe an embarrassing story about one of the athletes that you've met? Oh, man. Um, that's a tough one. Um, I, I think if there's a, a good one. Um, I did tell uh, – when I worked at Frito-Lay, um, we had at the 7-Eleven 
convention in Las Vegas. Uh, everybody has all these different booths. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jamal, I think I sent the picture to the boys. Um, Jamal Adams was somebody that, that Pepsi had hired um, to come to the booth and take pictures with people. <laughs> I, I told Jamal Adams, he's on my fantasy team. I was like, hey, man, I'm a real big fan. Like, I'm real, like, love fantasy football. I'm like, we even have an IDP league. And you're on my fantasy team expecting like, oh, like, that's cool. I'm a defensive player and I'm on your team. Just gave zero shits. So that's a total like, that's a total like lead the league moment, right? Where they get to meet these yeah. guys and they're like, yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, so, that's great. I mean, I guess that like, there's yeah. a lot of questions that go through my head that I would love to ask people. Yeah. But because it's where I work, I don't want to be that jackass. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> be that guy that's asking like the dumbass questions or you know anything like that i can say that everything i've heard is jj watt is just a freaking tool oh is he <laughs> i don't know just i, I know douche. uh i think mike yes. maybe maybe played with him at central for a year i don't know you have to ask him oh but, yeah i'm uh, sure he no, did that's interesting. Best yeah <laughs> probably best buddies yeah so uh, all right well scott thanks for being a sport and uh you know thanks for answering the questions and uh that's three yards and a cloud of dust hey rich so uh so i figure nobody's gonna ever ask you three questions oh yeah so i got i got a couple of i got a couple from myself oh all right let's just play a little reverse so yeah reverse here so just again right off the cuff ass or titties ass love it love it um assuming that you can't draft a running back you are starting your fantasy team in a dynasty league and it's a one qb team would you rather have uh jefferson jamar chase josh allen or mark andrews if you had the first overall pick so you're saying okay so no running back so jefferson my picks are Jefferson, Chase, Josh Allen, the quarterback. Yeah, or and... Mark Andrews. Or or some other person, I guess. I'll just – who would your first pick be that's not a quarterback? Or not a uh, running back? I think it's got to be Jefferson. Okay. Yeah, I think it's got to be Jefferson. Nice. Jimmy said uh, Jamar Chase. Yep. Yeah. And then that's, that's uh, fair. So not making the playoffs, but being a top four team, the year you will do that is twenty what? Not making the playoffs. I'm sorry. Uh, not just like making the playoffs doesn't count. The year that you mm. finish the league in a top four is what year? I think it's four years from now. Four years. 20, yeah, I think it's twenty six. Twenty six. All right. I think that was my answer too. I think I'm top. I think I'm top four in the league in 26, and I make the playoffs in 24 and start to become a threat. All right, nice. <clears throat> All right, cool. I like it. Something a little different. That's nice. All right, the uh, week six matchups here. This is our first uh, first week of the year with NFL bye weeks. Also, the Lions, Texans, Raiders, and Titans are out this week. Um, some big time players from those teams. So this should be uh, should be interesting. I was surprised how how much those four teams affected this league this week. Oh, yeah. Because of the be, players that are on those teams, considering the Lions are included. There's going to be a big drop in points. Um, there always is, obviously, on a bye, but there's some some big, big-name players here. 
All right, so our first matchup is two and three Ryan versus four and one Kobe. Scott, what do you have here? Scott, can you hear me? You muted. We got you. There you go. Can you hear me? Yep. All right, so I got um, – I'm going to make this quick and easy. Um, I think Kobe just continues to roll. Um, I think when Ryan has been at his best, it's been – his guys have been filling in for injuries. And um, with Jamal Williams on the bye this week, I got uh, I got Kobe. All right. What do you got, Rich? So I think this will be a good game this week, actually. Uh, based on Ryan's season so far, his current draft position, you wouldn't say that he really has a chance this game. But Kobe's team is good for right around that 175 to 185 on average. And I think with good matchups and, you know, if things kind of go right for Ryan, he has a pretty pretty decently high ceiling. Uh, I think he scored in the 220s. I uh, uh, can't remember who he played. Scott, do you remember when he scored 220s and won? One of his two wins. Um, now, good one. <laughs> I'm not saying that, like, McCaffrey gets, you know, I think McCaffrey gets a tough hey, matchup Rich, this who, week. Uh, who led his yeah, team that? that week? I'm sorry? What, running back led his team that week? I have no idea. Probably, <laughs> probably McCaffrey. So, uh, nope. <laughs> um, anyway, so, uh, you know, I think McCaffrey gets a tough – oh, Jamal Williams, fuck you. All right, so um, – <laughs> It just sunk right. in. Yeah, it did. Ding, ding. So, uh, I know McCaffrey has a tough matchup this week against Carolina, um, but Brady gets the number 26 passing defense in Pittsburgh – Melvin is now the, the, the lone starter in, in uh, Denver, and he gets the, 20, the worst 32nd-ranked Chargers defense. Um, and Joku's starting to heat up and has a really good tight end matchup, which you wouldn't believe because of Hawkinson, but they are, um, I want to say, 20th against uh, tight ends. And his wide receivers uh, get the 24th and 25th worst pass defense. So he has got good matchups offensively. Then I look over at Kobe's team. He should get some good output from his running backs this week. I think Kenneth Walker is now starting for the injured Rashad Penny. Stevenson is going to be playing for Harris, and obviously Aaron Jones is Aaron Jones. Um, but after that, I think it falls off a little bit. He's st currently starting Deontay Johnson, George Pickens on the same team, um, and they get a tough Tampa Bay passing defense. Um, and overall, his, his defense is going to be solid because I think they've been solid all year. This is going to be a close matchup. But I think there's going to be a bounce back this week with Ryan, and this is my upset of the week. Ooh. I'm going with a Jedi and a close one. I like it. Um, this has like the biggest discrepancy I think I've seen yet for the spread uh, with uh, Corey Vegas versus MFL. Corey Vegas has Kobe minus 42, um, and MFL has Ryan minus 11. So a little bit, pretty pretty big swing there. I mean, we're talking about 53 point difference. Uh, so that's that's very interesting uh, for Ryan. This is like entering must-win territory, you know, being two and four with low potential points and low points for, you know, his bottom four in both of those stats there. So he he really needs this. Uh, Kobe's already talking shit. You know, I've known these two boys for a really long time, uh, best man in both of these weddings here, and, you know, these these guys want this win. Um, if Kobe wins, he is not going to shut up for probably the rest of the year, and if Ryan wins, he's probably not going to shut up ever. So, this is uh this is gonna be big. Um, I'm not, but I'm not uh, I'm not willing to roll the dice here on Ryan. I think Kobe is the better team right now, so I'm gonna go with Kobe. Did you guys see that Rogers? There's a rumor about him retiring after this year. He would have to give back so much money. There's just no way. I was reading about. I hope he goes. I hope he leaves. I just don't. I just discount don't. double fuck to you. Get out of here. 
Ayahuasca. <laughs> give back a huge amount of his uh, his signing bonus, though. Like, huge amount. I don't remember the number. We were, I was talking with this about Jeff in the preseason because Jeff was telling me, you know, for like the fourth year in a row that this was Aaron Rodgers' last season and he's going to quit. And, you know, but the the money just doesn't make sense. But, Nobody wants to win this football game. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Ugh. All right, next matchup, two and three, Corey Stevens versus one and four, Rich. Rich. What would you say? One and four? One and four. I have a, I have a win. You got a win. Um, well, this week, hey, my best lineup set, uh, but I have a kicker on a bye, um, so it won't really matter too much. Um, I think Corey bounces back from 130 points last week in a big way. I just think he has too much firepower over there, and I think the his – his guys are, are just going to outperform me. He did get Jeff Wilson from me this week so he could beat me. He, you know, he had to make that deal go through, which is why I think he maybe overpaid a little bit, but um, <laughs> Corey uh, wins easily. I think you lay the points here and you take Corey. Okay. What do you got uh, here, Scott? Well, you're not starting to kick a rich, but he is starting Kyle Pitts. So those people will each score the same amount of points. <laughs> um, I. I think we're rolling tide. Just gonna oh, do it on principle. What? Yeah. <laughs> big, big game. There's out no of, way uh, you believe that. Who's uh, Deion Jackson? Big game coming. Okay. And, uh, dude, I tell you what, Gabe Davis gets loose. Like one out of every five games, he's gonna score three touchdowns. Is this the one? Hey, also sneaky good pickup, Daniel Bellinger. Big fan. Okay. Hey, by the way, for some reason, uh, Damian Harris is logging limited practices the last two days. Oh, wasn't he supposed to be out like a month? That's what I heard. Extended period yeah. of time. Yeah, I did too. I, mean, I don't think I don't think he plays this week, but he logged another limited practice today. Jeez, okay. Rich, at, at what point will you drop um, Terrence Marshall? Next year, if he if he does nothing. He's not, he's, not, he's, he's not leaving. He's not, he's not. Well, no, he, he caught four balls for 30 yards. Four targets, four balls, 30 yards last week. Just and they just fired I, their coaching staff. So it's yeah, it's a new game now. It's open season. So I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna be patient with them. I mean, I I paid really for Nico Collins, but I was able to get you know Marshall thrown in there on that trade with Jimmy. So Jesus. um I'm I'm gonna wait it out. I'm gonna wait it out for him. Curtis Samuel can't catch. That's just in. Oh weird. Goodness. All right, uh, for me, Ohio State wide receivers. Yeah, Corey. Uh, Corey needs this so bad. He's he has got to get this done. Obviously, Rich loves the idea of playing spoiler here again, but um, I just think Corey has to get this one. I think he gets it done. So I got Corey here. Um, Walt versus Scott. We got two and three. Walt, three and two. Scott. Scott, tell us about this one. Well, it's halftime, and Carson Wentz has two point two eight points. So <laughs> I don't know how I'm feeling. Um, I'm just to pick him. Um, which which team for Walt Baby Love is going to show up? Uh, I I think I got him with a couple people on the buys though, and with Waller out and um, a couple of those dudes. I don't. I'm still surprised he's starting some of the people he's starting. I'm not going to mention them because then he'll go and change it. Um, but uh, I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to mention it. Okay. So you might as well. No, I don't know why. You, I don't know why you didn't. Why you didn't start? You know, uh, four and one Daniel Jones over Carson Wentz. I honestly, 
I uh, kind of forgot that he was playing tonight. So, <laughs> oh no, oh no, <laughs> he did it again. You talked to us about the Drew Brees thing, and then you went and did it again. I mean, at least Wentz is getting points. But, yeah, yeah, five for fourteen for fifty-seven yards. Dude, Wentz has scored points. over twenty-five points. He's boomer bust. Twenty-five and three of the five. Yeah, yeah, and the other two were single digits. Other- those other two it's nine <laughs> uh yeah i'm gonna say coin flip i do think you know what i'm gonna pick myself because i uh tell you what jacoby myers since he's back he's uh my wide receiver squad is like sneaky good they're a uh a bunch of like b minus receivers but all have decently high ceilings yeah or high floors okay rich what do you got yeah, so I'm I'm not a huge fan of Scott's matchups this week. I hate Wentz tonight versus the Bears. Uh, I think it's just going to be a bullshit game, and it's proven to be. I wrote this. I wrote this uh, hours ago. So way to go out on the uh, Yeah, I know. I know. I'm fucking <laughs> Nostradamus over here. Um, but I like. You know, I think I like both Saquon and Sanders, but they do have tough matchups this week. Diggs and Kirk, I think, are going to be fine. They're smooth sailing, and I think they have to score a lot for Scott to win this week. Looking at Walt's team, I really like how it lines up with Lamar. I think he's coming off a couple of down games, and he's going to have to run the ball and throw the ball, I think, to beat the Giants in New York. Um, honestly, I, I feel Walt's struggling with some buys this week, uh, especially on his defense. You know, he's got Max Crosby on the bench. Uh, you know, uh, Rodrigo's on the bench. Tires on the bench. So, um, I just don't think he's going to have the defensive firepower to keep up with uh, with Scott this week. So I'm going Scott, but it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a nail-biter. Who was that last dude that you were talking about? Pitire? What's that? Who did you say was on the bench, the last guy? Jalen Pitire. Pitire? I, I thought his name was Petrie. Oh, maybe it's Petrie. Yeah, yeah I think Petrie makes sense. All right. I like Pitire. Yeah. That works. Pitire. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there. I, I really thought there. I thought it was P I T I E R the tire, but it's P I T E R. There's no either. Yeah, whatever. I, I spelt it wrong in my notes. It happens. Excuse me. <laughs> um, for me, this is a this is a really big week for Walt again. Falling to two and four with the league being so congested, I just I just think that's really tough. Um, you know, Walt is he's that that worst case scenario, right? Number one in points four, best all player record. Somehow two and three. That just that's is tough. Um, Scott, totally an enigma. A lot of highs, a lot of lows. You know, he's, but those uh, those high variance teams, those are the teams that you don't want to play in a in a one off scenario. So, should be interesting. I do agree that there are some very head scratching lineup decisions. Um, since you guys didn't bring them up, I won't either. We'll just let Walt kind of wallow in this. But um, yeah, I don't know what the hell he's thinking there. But whatever. Um, so, I'll I'll I can't hold it anymore. Why okay. is he not starting Laviska? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Oh, sorry, I just had to get that off. I know you got to get it off your chest. I get it. Um, for me, this is another one where you know I, I don't necessarily feel like it's a total upset, but both MFL and Corey Vegas have Walt as an underdog, so I do have this as my upset of the week. I'm going to take Walt over Scott here. Is this game of the week too, or not? Um, it might. It might be. I mean, Julian versus Kellen. I mean, that's got the best records, but this one might have the most. Uh, I don't know. Brennan versus Jeff, that's a big one too. 
I think I got uh, I think I'm gonna go Co. I think I'm gonna go this one and Brennan versus Jeff just because the the ramifications are huge if somebody falls a two and four. Yeah, yeah. Julian <laughs> and um Kevin are both thinking the playoffs. Yeah, yeah so. they're gonna be fine. I'm not worried about it. The that. only hope Walt has if he doesn't win is that he probably has points tiebreaker with a lot of people. Oh yeah, no and, doubt. Uh, ho- hopefully his hopefully his uh I didn't look at his schedule, but hopefully his schedule gets easier. Yeah, he said it gets easy toward the end. He was pissed that he had to play the hard teams first. So I told him, you know, a little little cash to the commish, we could have fixed that. But yeah, yeah. but you, but but you play the hard teams first when you don't have to deal with buys. That's what right? I said. That's that's what you want to do. You want to play the hard teams first, get them out of the way because you don't have to deal with buys. Now you're getting that's... the buys. Now you don't want to see those hard teams. I was trying to give him, trying to help them out. But you yeah. didn't want All right, next one, Brendan, three and two versus Jeff, two and three. Another big one here, Rich. What do you got? Uh, yeah. So no Devontae this week for Jeff due to buys. Um. Jeff has resorted to J.D. McKissick in his starting lineup hmm. with two points tonight. Uh, he has some key producers on by on his defense this week with Perryman, Simmons, and Hutch, which I think could help him this week. On the other side, Brendan does have Josh Allen. He has three solid running backs, target monster wide receivers, um, a couple, couple of that with a starting defense that ranks sixth in the HFFL, over the last uh, and and first over the last two weeks, he's got the best defense. Um, so to me, this smells like a win for the doctor. So I'm going with uh, Brendan this week as my lock of the week. All right, what do you got, Scott? Yeah, I, um, I'm going to go with the doctor as well. He's sneaky good defense over there. Um, with uh, obviously, you know, with us changing the DM, Matt Judon just becomes a stud. And then you got Warner and um, and then his safety crew too. So um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go uh, go doctor here. He's got a he's got a good team. I think this is kind of how we expected him to be last year um, with a lot of these players and and the points that they're putting up. The other kind of going with that Geno thing earlier, like going into the season, I know Rich used to have him, Tyler Lockett. He's better with mm-hmm. Geno than he was with Russell. Which is just crazy to think about. So, yeah. Well, when you see Russell, then, then you see I then you see say. Russell this year, and you you kind of understand. But right. no, yeah. I think you know they uh, were using Lockett a lot just as a deep threat and not getting him the ball underneath and trying to hit DK underneath. Yeah. And I think they've kind of switched that up a little bit and are trying to get the hands in and get the ball in the Lockett's hands and let him play. So um, I think it's working out really well for him. Yeah, and you know, I think, I think he traded for him too, um, right? Yeah. It was on Ju- Julian traded. Yep, can't remember what that trade was. Was that the uh, um... a running back? <laughs> was that the no? It wasn't Kenneth Walker because Kobe didn't have him. No, it was shoot. I don't remember. I have to look that up while we're talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. All right, we keep let's keep this rolling. All right, so for Finger. me, um, yeah. Jeff takes a tough loss last week, like we kind of talked about here. But he's you know he's mid pack in, in points. You know he's not a bad team. He's just kind of. Like the HFFL, like I said, it's real balanced, you know, so any given week you can get sniped here. Uh, Brendan, though, he's one of the better surprises through the first third of the year. He's hot last couple of weeks here, averaging 216. He's number four in points four on the year. Um, he's top half in all of offensive, defensive, and potential points. So, I mean, he's a he's a for real team. Um, Jeff has some bad buys, like you guys said. Um, for Brendan, looks like he's only losing one starter, Deshaun Elliott, uh, to buy. And then I, I loved that he had his running backs. You know, he's got actually all three of Montgomery, J.K., and Clyde Edwards-Alaire actually playing this week. Um, I think he is the better team. Obviously, been watching this game. Montgomery hasn't done much. I haven't, I haven't even seen him much. Um, but I'm taking Brendan here, and I'm actually going to lock it in. I think it was going to go lock of the week. Brendan gets this done. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that Lockett trade just happened. Yeah, uh, September twenty eighth for Jalen Hurts. So oh, he traded Jalen. He got Tyler Lockett, and we're like, "What do you need a thirty year old receiver for?" But he also got a first two years from now and a second two years from now on that trade. Yep. So yep. Uh, Lockett's paying off. Ooh, shot to the and I think I, I got, and I think I got a first and a second for him from Julian. Yeah, Lockett. I traded him. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to look that one up too. All right, the two four and one teams play each other. Julian versus Kellen. What do you have here, Scott? Julian versus Kellen. Um, I'm going to go with Julian just because he's not starting Cam Akers. That's <laughs> tough when you're starting Cam Akers. Um, and I just I think he's rolling, man. I uh, I really like Julian's team. I know Kellen's the defending champ, but I think what you're going to find is that Kellen's team isn't that deep. And as buys start happening, I think that some of those holes are definitely going to get exposed. So I'm going to go with uh, going to go with Julian. Okay. Uh, for me, I I actually agree with you. Um, I did go Julian here as well. Um, Kellen, you know, he he took a big hit last week, but looking at his lineup, I mean, it's a there's a lot of guys underperforming. Obviously, aside from uh, the god Cooper Cup, I must must say that. But you know, it's um. He's four and one though. Callen's not a bad team by any means. You know, he's in the top there in points, but I think Julian's just too strong this week. I think he's just, he uh, is figuring out a couple things on defense. He's starting to finally get a little bit better on defense. So um, I'm going to pick him here. What do you got, Rich? Yeah. So uh, no Pierce this week for Callen. How good has that guy been? Yeah. Right. Damian Pierce has just been, been a stud for him. Um, but nope, on a bye this week, Penny went down with an injury last week. So Kellen is forced to play Cam Akers. Um, I thought he was going to be a stud. I thought he was going to come out, you know, guns blazing this year, but he hasn't. Um, now, if you pair that with your underperforming offensive players, you know, I think it just smells like a loss to me. Um, Julian looks strong with Jalen Hurts and Mike Evans now in the lineup the last couple of weeks. Yes, Derrick Henry's on a bye, but he gets to plug in Brees Hall, who's coming off a, a, a big game, finding his footing getting more of that that share in the backfield there. Elvin Kamara is coming off his biggest game of the season. I'd like to say this being my game of the week um, is competitive, but I don't think it's going to be. And I think there's a new leader in the clubhouse after this week, and it's going to be Julian, Julian Wentz. So I was just looking. I didn't look at Corey's spreads this week very closely because uh, I had no interest in getting housed again. But, I mean, he gave Julian 36 and a half. I mean, that's – Kellen's a good team giving up 36 and a half. That's, I think I would be going Kellen plus that 36 and a half. If I were uh, ready to get my money taken again, this week. I considered laying it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I oh, did. Really? I have, I, I have like, yeah, I have uh yeah. So I, I asked him about a 14 parlay. I'm like, I'm going, I'm going hail Mary, but I didn't like the odds he was going to give me for it. So I just went with a two team this week. What were the odds? Uh, so I, I was going to, so this is what I was going to do. I was going to do Jedi plus 42 rats minus 36 and a half snowman minus 22 and a half and Teddy bridge minus five and a half. And he would give yeah, me baby. plus plus 700. Oh, come on. And baby. it's like, it's like a, it's like a 1200 with, with, uh, with DraftKings And so anyways, yeah. we worked, we worked something out and I went with a two teamer, but. Okay. All right. Did you keep um, Teddy in there? What's that? Do you keep Teddy in a two-teamer? Nah, it's, it's too close of a matchup for me this week to to, to, to roll with you minus five and a half. Hmm. Hmm. No face. Hmm. 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 
Have right. you seen my pick them? I'm like I'm like fifth, so I'm not doing so great. <laughs> no. And I think I've only won one bet with uh, Corey Vegas this year. So. Yeah, I haven't won any with Corey Vegas, so I got nothing here. All right, next matchup here, Mike at two and three, Arico at one and four. Um, Mike, Mike's got to win if he wants any chance of making the playoffs, and the bye weeks are brutal. James Conner is hurt. Doesn't look like he's going to play. You know, he's going to need, he had a hundred points from his defense last week. He's, he's going to absolutely have to have that to win this game. Um, I just don't see it. Assuming Arico keeps his players in his lineup. I think Arico wins this game. What do you got, Rich? Yeah. So Arico's playing his players and Mike's getting bit by the, the buy bug and the injury bug here with seven questionable tags in his lineup this week. And looking at Arico's offense, when he actually plays his guys, you know, uh, Herbert, Gallup's healthy. Olave looks like a stud. Mark Andrews is a stud. Mm-hmm. You know, with Mike's injuries and his buys and serial killer Russ. Um, <laughs> you know, have you seen that? The subway thing, like no dubbed over like so they took like the dark night music, <laughs> like when the Joker's like doing some sort of spiel, you know, like the real high pitched like squeal, and they like dubbed it dubbed it over Russ's subway commercial. Holy crap! It's like he's like a serial killer. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. They're like they're like it's like a serial killer talking to his victim, taped to a chair in his basement about his about his sub. <laughs> Anyways, uh, back back to the topic. Um, I just think I think this is a I think because of those kind of unfortunate things that are happening to Mike's team right now, I think this is the week Rico gets a second win. I'm going with Rico. Okay, what do you guys got? Does Rico know, like, and this is like not being me being a smart ass. Does Rico know how potential points work? Yes, I don't I think, think, he, think does. he does. I think I, I I explained it to him. I don't. He didn't know how to look it up coming into this week, but we had a, a long conversation about it this week. So, like, why would he start Brian Robinson and Tyler Algier over Travis Etienne? I mean. I I actually I get it. Etienne has sucked this year. He had a decent week last year or last and, week. Or um, and and Tyler is supposed to be kept toting the rock starter. He's supposed to be the number one. Brian Robinson and Brian is one tonight. So I, I guess the it. other the other question in there is like, why wouldn't you just go with you know one running back and then start Rondale Moore, who's going to get ten targets? Now he's. I just don't. I that's been the one thing with Orico is like. I don't think he understands that if these guys aren't on your taxi squad, like, because he just doesn't always start the best people on purpose and he doesn't realize that it doesn't hurt you to do it. I truly think he feels he's starting his best lineup. I, I do, okay. honestly. All right. Well, fair enough. So, um, while we're I on, I got Orico in this as long as he keeps everybody in. While we're on the topic of Orico, I mean, looking at that, looking at that roster, and this week as it sits, he's got two top five picks. I mean, is is this a guy with some, with some additions on the defensive end? Could he make the playoffs next year if he hits, let's say, one of those two picks? Mm, let me look at his team one more time. Hold on. I mean, he would need some help though, for sure. I can you count on? I mean, Alex Highsmith is definitely. Like, I, he's got talent. He still has a lot of holes. Yeah. That's the – and then you start getting into the bye weeks, right, where, like, he's still, I think, two – he's still probably five to six players away. Zaire mm-hmm. Franklin is only getting points because Shaq Leonard is out. 
he's going to go straight to the bench after after Leonard comes back. Um, I think he's a good five or six people away. Okay. I guess for me, looking at his offense, you know, he's got Herbert and Andrews, you know, two easily top three guys at their position. Yep. You know, ETN has potential long-term. Brian Robinson has potential, potential long-term. Um, I think, obviously, I, I think Olave's a hit. Waddle's definitely a hit. Uh, Rondale has definitely has some promise. I think Michael Gallup could be a top 40 wide receiver if he's actually healthy and Dak is planned. You know, he got a nice contract there. I mean, those are nice pieces. You had two more offensive guys at running back wide receiver in the top five. And then you just use, he's got a bunch of seconds, you know, use some of those seconds to buy some defense. I think he's fine at defense. Does line. he have two picks? I don't think it, he has two picks. Yeah. He's got, oh, uh, he does. Yeah. Corey Stevens, right. which is currently That's five. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. if he, you yeah, know, sure. let's say he hits on one of those top five picks, you know, this is, this is a, a formidable team. This isn't a scrub squad. So I think he could turn Thanks, around the year, to be honest with you. Let me take a stab at this one. I'm going to hey. go ahead and say he is not making the playoffs and his picks are not going to hit. And he might not even be here next year to draft. So let's not even worry about it. Where did you come from? Out of Jesus nowhere. Christ, Toby just jumps coming in. in. <laughs> coming in hot. Oh, Jesus. The best part is your timing was incredible. How is it possible we were talking about a Rico when you come flying in? That's hilarious. <laughs> you don't see a Rico winning this week, Kobe? Uh, if he keeps his line up in, I did pick him, but oh, I don't generous of you. as far as I can throw him. Hey, we already had one plug for Kobe Apiaries this week. Are we going to get another? Yeah. Oh, pick, please don't. Uh, I already had a customer stop by. Nice gentleman by the name of Corey Hagerman. Okay. Uh, did he, did he look suspiciously him. like uh, Scott Norman? Uh, a <laughs> little bit. He actually looks uh, suspiciously like uh, Randy, if you guys ever got to meet Randy. It's actually kind of weird, but. No, good guy. Good guy. It was nice meeting him. This is hilarious. Cool. I love to jump in. All right. Hey, Kobe, who did you pick? Uh, we got the next matchup here. Oh, everybody said Rico. The next matchup here is uh, me versus Hagerman. Who'd you pick here, Kobe? I picked you. Okay. Hey, the guy just bought honey for me. Can't even pick it. <laughs> this this was before the honey. I have to stick, stick to the picks. Did you get any of those honey gummies? Special did, not get, did not get any of Corey Stevenson's honey gum or uh, honey gummies. I I have those saved just for Corey whenever he yeah. stops. Selling. All right, the bar has been set. <laughs> I love it. There it is. The link is live. You can just jump in whenever. I, it's awesome. Uh, Rich, who did you have in uh, me versus Hagerman? Yeah, so Buffalo KC. I think it's going to be a shootout, and Mahomes is going to go off on that one for sure. Um, I don't know how much Kelsey's going to offset that. Uh, Kelly, uh, Kyler has kind of looked pedestrian this year, but Nick Chubb is back to Nick Chubb's old habits. I wonder if Kellen still feels good about that Najee for Chubb, Chubb trade that he did, mm. um, you know, uh, during the draft. Um, anyway, but, uh, I think, you know, Jimmy has the upper hand this week in wide receivers in my book. I think Kittle's due for a breakout. It's coming, Jimmy, just be patient. Um, there are a couple of key guys out for Corey this week on defense, um, Hobbs, Stingley, Azzalone were normally starters for him. Uh, Jimmy's at full strength on D, so I have to go to the snowman this week. What do you got here, Scott? I think the lineup that is showing is not going to be Corey's final lineup. I got, Are you changing it I right now? The Hager. <laughs> yep. uh, Corey it? is changing it right now. Uh, that's fun. Um, you get some of that, honey. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, um, I'm going to guess he benches Singletary, benches. Has Corey Davis done anything this year? I don't uh, think. He's had one I think big he, game, I think. I think. I think Singletary and Corey Davis come out, and then um, Godwin and Keenan Allen come back in. Um, and oh, then man. I also uh, wouldn't be shocked if Zadarius Smith makes an appearance. Okay. Hmm. Very well, that's fun. Directions. Yeah, I really like people uh, reviewing games without their roster set. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fellas. Well, that's all we have. Kobe, thanks for popping in. That was hilarious. Yeah, anytime. Anytime you want to talk about Rico, I'm here. It's incredible (laughs) that your your timing was that good. I wish I would have texted you. But, I mean, it couldn't possibly have been any better. It was so funny. Yeah, Rich, I appreciate you, fellas. Yeah. yeah, man. Thanks. Hey, good luck, everybody. All right. Here comes Jedi Corner. Hello, everyone, and welcome to week six of Jedi Corner. Um, this week was pretty crazy. Um, I'm trying to make this as fast as possible. So let's go over the standings. First place still, even after a loss, fire up Irish Tigers. Uh, due to points now, he has two people tied uh, with that 4-1 mark with him. So he's not um, outright leading, but he has the lead in points by quite a few. So he's going to stay in first for now. Uh, does have a tough matchup against the next guy in second place, number two, uh, the River Rats. We all talked about how he started off the season slow. Uh, the last two weeks have been good to him, and now he sees himself in second place at 4-1. and one. Third place, 4-1 and one also. Uh, the Bees, sorry, I I think I read that record wrong. He should be in first place. He's 5-1, and one, um, just so we know. Barrow Snowmen, 3-2, and two, uh, make the fourth place team. Dr. Make my team great again, fifth place, and then Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water would be the last playoff team currently in sixth place. Uh, first team out, the Shade, uh, currently sitting at two and three, um, but still with the the most points in the league. Just crazy to think about uh, two and three being the team with the most points in the league. Um, bad luck. Uh, I am in second in the points in the league in a league where I'm one and four right now. So uh, just tough luck. Tough luck. That sucks. Running backs matter. Next team out, two and three also. Trash Trunk Get Drunk at 2-3, and three, Myself at 2-3, and three, uh, Fuck the Process at 2-3, and three, Asymptomatic or Grammaticas at 2-3, and three, and then the last two teams, guys are playing and Roll Tide, round out the bottom of the group. Um, let's go to our uh, Fantasy Pick'em. I'm going to go with just the top eight teams. Uh, they're all separated by four picks right now, and then after that it goes down to seven uh, just due to people um, not picking, I think a week or two. So, um, actually no doctor, make my team great again, has picked all those weeks. So I'll count him. Um, but he is currently in last place of the teams that have picked every week. Uh, and there is his brother is ahead of him and he didn't pick every week. So, um, myself, I'm in first place. Uh, the next team is two picks behind me. There's a group of four people that have all got 20, um, fuck the process, asymptomatic, grammaticas, trash trunk, get drunk, and the bees. 
uh, the Barrel Snowman and Roll Tide have 19, Fire Up Irish Tigers with 18, and then, like I said, Dr. Bank Mike Team great again uh, with 15. A couple teams with 12 and a 9. Uh, we don't talk about them. They've forgotten one or a few weeks, um, so they're probably not going to be um, in the thick of things when they get around to it. All right, for the matchups. Uh, first matchup I'm going to talk about today, Fuck the Process against Roll Tide. Not going to spend much time on this one. Uh, fuck the Process may end up trusting the process again after he wins this week. Uh, I think he's going to do so rather easily, but everyone thought I was going to win last week pretty easily against Roll Tide 2, and uh, he kicked my ass. So um, good job on your first win, Rich, and uh, hopefully win a couple more. Next game, the Shade against Tre- Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water. Um this one's tough. Uh, I didn't know, you know, who was the upset, the Shade leading scoring team, but behind Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water in the standings, um, Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water's favored. Uh, the Shade has a few buys. I'm, I, I can't get off of the Shade bandwagon yet. Uh, he's had some bad luck. I think he wins. I think he just has the better team uh, this week, and he comes out victorious. I'm going to take the Shade in that one. Close, close game. A doctor make my team great again against Trash Trunk Get Drunk. Uh, I think this one's rather easy game. Uh, doctor make my team great again has been really hot the last couple weeks. Um, one of the best teams in the league uh, over the last couple weeks. And Trash Trunk Get Drunk has um, Devontae Adams on a bye. So that, I mean, and his new acquisition of Derek Carr on a bye. Um, not that he's that much different than Matt Stafford, but... Um, I think it's rather easy to pick. Dr. Make My Team Great Again wins this one. All right, my game of the week. The River Rats against Fire Up Irish Tigers. Number one against number two. Uh, I think the Rats are going to win this game. Uh, He's been, again, another team that's been hot over the last couple weeks. Uh, All his running backs starting to show out. I think he's going to take down the number one team, and he himself is going to become that number one team. Uh, so River Rats winning this one. Asymptomatic or Grammaticas against Yeiser Plan. Uh, I think now with Yeiser Plan having um, some of those guys in his lineup, his, his team is definitely better. They're not a he really doesn't have that bad of a team. Um, uh, Mike's got some buys in this one. A lot of his wide receivers are out on Renfro, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, uh, so and Josh Jacobs. So I, I really don't think this game is going to be all that close either. Um, I'm going to go with guys are playing to win. Next game, Barrel Snowman over Running Backs Matter. This is my lock of the week. Um, Jimmy's going to win. Obviously at 3-2, and two, he's not where he wanted to be this season, but his team, still one of the best teams in the league. Uh, he's going to come out victorious in this one. Um, and, and move himself up the standings. Last game of the week that I want to talk about is my own against the Bees. Um, fuck the Bees. I'm going to win this game. Um, Matt's team's obviously 4-1, and 5-1 and one, as he claims because my team's a chode. Uh, he, his team's not that good. Let's be real about the situation. So I'm going to take myself in this game as the upset of the week. Uh, and again, fuck you, Matt. Fuck your bees. Uh, hope you enjoy the loss. Until next week, HFFL, uh, hope you guys have a good game. Good luck. Um, please, God, don't let me lose to Matt. And I'll leave you with this. <laughs>